0: Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Dasaless Speaks. I really appreciate all of the continued support. You guys are on the lookout for episodes, you guys are suggesting topics. So I'm very thankful for that. And I appreciate you guys for continuing to support the podcast. I'm excited about this episode because it's going to be very informational. I know, well, really, all of the episodes are informational, but informational in a more direct, in a more specific way. Um, And I also have a very special guest with me today who's been on the show today. I mean, who's been on the show before. So I'm sitting down with her today again. I'm excited. Um, Without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and introduce to you Nurse Nisha. Welcome her back to Dazzle Speaks. I'm very happy to have her here with me today. This episode of Dazzle Speaks is sponsored by Dazzalist Enterprises. Make sure that you follow Dazzalist on Instagram, that's D-A-Z-C-E-L-E-S-T-E underscore, for all updates for future episodes and events that are to come. Again, I'm going to open up the floor so that Nurse Nisha can introduce herself, let you guys know anything that she wants to uh, about herself and also where you guys can reach her at. And then we're going to dive into the episode because I want you guys I want you guys to get this. And, I, and when I say get it, I mean really like get it and like clench it and like hold on <laughs> to it. Like real, real good. Like hold on to it all. So I don't want to keep y'all waiting. Go ahead, Nurse Nisha. Let them know, you know, about yourself, what you got going on. And then we're going to get it popping.
1: Thank you, Dad, for having me back. It's of course. Nurse Nisha back to you guys again. Uh, for many of you who have... Followed dad Celeste in the past, you may have heard me speak on mental health issues as well as COVID, post-COVID question and answers. So now we're back today to talk about a new topic that Dad Celeste is going to introduce to you. But if you guys have any questions for me following the podcast, again, my name is Nurse Nisha. You do not have to refer to me in that way. You can just say Nisha. If you're looking for me on Instagram, you can find me at MissWidby. that's spelled M-S dot W-H-I, D like dog, B like boy, Why? Feel free to dm me directly with any questions you can also find me with that handle on facebook thanks Dass, for having me back
0: perfect thank you for being here um so i'm gonna just i'm gonna just let y'all know off rip we gotta we gotta change the narrative we gotta change the narrative and i said you know how can i i mean which i know everybody's not going to be reached but for those of you who follow my platform for those of you somebody shared this platform with you if this information is beneficial for you and you know for a fact it's beneficial for you know somebody else that you know make sure that you share make sure that you subscribe um to dad Celeste speaks whether you're streaming on spotify um apple Uh, radio pockets, whatever your favorite choice of streaming is, make sure that you subscribe and make sure that you share as well so that we make sure we are getting the podcast the exposure that it needs as well as it's reaching the people who need to hear this stuff, y'all. Okay? We got to get the message out. So I want to bring to you guys today the topic of keeping her clean. Okay? This podcast today is called Keeping Her Clean. And when I say her, I'm talking about your Kuda mama, okay? <laughs> this is for my girls. I'm not even going to lie. I don't know. Some some men, maybe male guardians. Um, I don't know. Uncles in the positions have to raise a young lady. I don't know what situations may be. But, you know, we're going to go ahead and talk about Kuda mamas. And what really sparked this is that my brother's like i'm really tired of hearing them you know it was like i'm joking and laughing with them about the fact that they're telling me you know you know they're run-ins and with these young ladies who just you know may not smell the best i may not have the best upkeep there and it's like in a moment you know it's joe you know we cracking we laughing whatever but then i really i really sat and i really i'm thinking as a young lady myself, like, this not all the way okay.
1: Yeah.
0: It's not okay that I'm hearing this so often, the stories that I hear from them so often, like, it's outrageous. So I'm like, what can we do? So we have someone sitting down with us today who is knowledgeable, who um, has some suggestions for you all. And the, bottom, the main question is why? Like, I just really want to know why do y'all smell? Um at this big age, like I'm not even being funny. I know that there Mm -hmm. are people who have, you know, some type of bodily conditions and things of that nature. Okay. Understood. But as far as you smell, because you are just bottom line, not doing um, the simple task of observing your body, you know, making sure that you smell yourself, making sure that you touch yourself. That's a problem. Okay. So nurse Nisha, let us know, let, let the girls know, Because I think personally, if you Mm -hmm. smell, I think that means that if it's a certain type of smell, that there's something off. But I think that we may need to even start at addressing going and getting checked out, Mm -hmm. you know, regularly to make sure that these type of things stay in line and don't end up causing any problems. So what would you suggest as far as how often um, one should go and have the vaginal area observed, checked, uh, things, things of that nature.
1: Sure. Um, let me let me offer a disclaimer here. This is Celeste's platform. This is in no way an intention to give medical advice. Um, I, while I am a medical professional, I am not anyone listening to this podcast designated medical professional. And if you have any questions, concerns about your own personal health, you should always reach out to your primary care doctor or obstetrics and gynecologist who you see as on a normal basis. Okay. Now in regards to the question that Daz asked about how women should be handling themselves or being checked up on, let's just talk about some general things here. We all know about self-care everybody is on self-care Sundays, you know, where you take a little bit of time, do your hair, go get your makeup, your nails, your feet done. Well, let me just ask this question. Shouldn't vaginal health be a part of that? Shouldn't your vaginal health be a part of your self-care and not only something that you're concerned about when it's something wrong or when it's time for you to go to the doctor? So let me just insert something here. As women, you should all be comfortable enough and if not comfortable enough have a good girlfriend round table that means you get with the girls that you are best friends with or good friends with and be talking with about what is normal versus abnormal in vaginal health everybody should have somebody that they could talk to and sometimes that doesn't happen hence why i'm here but um like I said, if you have any questions about any of this information, feel free to DM me. In terms of women's health, you know, like I said, you should be uh, familiar with what you look like as a woman, what you smell like as a woman, what your vaginal discharges do um, as you go through your hormonal processes. And when I say hormonal, I mean going from, you know, menstruation to after menstruation to ovulation and repeating that cycle so that you know what's normal. If you don't look at yourself, if you don't touch yourself, if you don't smell yourself, how are you going to know that something is wrong, right? So let's all start there. But in addition to that, at a very basic level, all girls should be having and young women should be having what's called an annual well woman's visit. You should be seeing your obstetrics and gynecology doctor at least once a year, um, unless otherwise prescribed for some women who are very low risk, it can be at max th- every three years, but you should be seeing them once a year for a well woman's pelvic exam. That is where your doctor assesses your cervix for any changes, um, atypical changes, which we mean are changes that should not be there for the potential of any types of cancers. And at that visit, you can also do the things that you would traditionally do at your primary care visit, have any, have any blood work done, have a urine analysis done, ask your doctor about any new sexual partners, STDs and HIV testing. You can be screened for bacterial vaginosis or yeast infections, as well as development of any contraceptives that you might want to be on. So that's a good time to get all of your questions answered. And I think all women should start there.
0: Okay. Okay. So make sure y'all have y'all notepads. Make sure y'all or your, your iPhone notes, Android, whatever, whatever you got now, because this it seeming like I know everybody ain't got it together. Okay. <laughs> everybody ain't got it together. And I know that for a fact. So please make sure that you are jotting these things out so that you can keep up with the suggested information. Okay. Um and when I talk about odor, because I touched on it lightly in the beginning, mm-hmm. so from my understanding, there should be a natural odor.
1: Yeah, every, every, sure. Every woman is different. Every woman is going to have a, a natural, normal scent. What that is for them individually, I can't answer. But it should be consistent enough that you as an individual woman should be able to make a distinction when something is abnormal. Um, I can tell you, just in general standards, most women have a a very acidic vaginal flora. That means your normal vagina has both bacteria and fungus that live there normally. Um, Right and and that creates what we call a, a pH a balance. And you hear this in commercials and things like this. But your pH balance for most women is going to be between 4.0 and 4.5. That is an acidic pH balance if for any reason that flora that normally lives in the vaginal overgrows, whether it overgrows in bacteria or whether it overgrows in fungus, then you'll develop an infection. Most women have experienced this in some regard. Um, If there's an overgrowth of bacteria, you'll have what's called bacterial vaginosis. If you have an overgrowth of fungus, you'll have what's called a yeast infection. And there are a number of different things that contribute to changes in your pH, your diet, your clothing, um, the environment, like if it's hot outside and you're wearing wet sticky clothing, Um, the types of detergent that you use, if you're sexually active, particularly if you've come in contact with any new sexual partners because their flora is introduced to your body. Um, Changes in contraceptive or introduction to new contraceptives and any antibiotic or uh, fungal therapies that you might be on could all impact your pH. So some of these things are very normal Um, You just have to be aware of what things you're doing to your body that can cause your vaginal pH to change.
0: Yes. So that circles back to, again, another thing that I think is very, very important and personally, you know, has been beneficial for me is just paying attention to yourself. Like always the recommendations and suggestions of other people are great, but like you have to be in tune with yourself. So in order to tell people what you may be feeling, what you may be smelling, which you can't compare anything to something that you don't even have a beginning factor to compare to because you haven't even been paying attention to yourself.
1: Exactly. So
0: we should definitely be paying attention to those things um, so that we know, you know. Just pay attention. Observe yourself. The same way that you be out observing everybody else and looking at everybody else and talking about everybody else and what everybody else <laughs> got on, you need to be smelling your kudamak. Okay? <laughs> you need to be looking at it. You need to be observing. You know, for real, because y'all be tripping. Y'all be tripping. That's unacceptable. I said at this big age. I mean, come on now. We got to get it together, ladies. We got to get it together. And also, water. Water 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 i don't know if you know some juice i ain't gonna lie do be here and there i keep a couple things of juice but for the majority all i drink is water we have to be drinking water y'all be like wondering oh like girl like i've been smelling a little off a couple days you've been drinking nothing but soda sweet tea
1: and mini And let me just piggyback off of that for you ladies who are prone to yeast infections Fungus, yeast, fungus loves sugar. So if you are consuming very large amounts of sugars, cupcakes, sweet teas, sodas, starches, you know, if you're just, if that is the primary constant in your diet and you're noticing that you're getting more frequent yeast infections, might I point out that it might be your diet. Okay, so water is key. But, you know, everything as the saying goes in moderation, you should be, you know, not over consuming sugars, especially artificial sugars, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But, you know, the things that make your body kind of go out of whack, you want to limit your exposure to those things. And the truth is, it has an effect on your vaginal health, but it overall has an effect on your overall health as well. So you know, in self-care Sundays, like I said, Saturdays or whatever your your day is to love on you, this should be incorporated while you're in the shower doing a nice sugar scrub on your legs. Let's do a little something for your lady time as well.
0: Mm-hmm. You definitely have to find a way to I don't know how y'all want to work it into your lifestyle, your, your schedule, but you know, it's something that's necessary is something that's important so I think everybody can find a way and should find a way to set up you know whatever it is for you whatever your routine is whatever um, you know how often you may feel like you need to do that specific thing everybody's going to be different these are just generic basic suggestions and things that you know we are speaking about today in hopes that when you try it if you try it
1: you, work for
0: you. it works and you know you're happy um, so I want to go into I want to move into hair removal mm-hmm. um, because I know there's just a lot of myths surrounding which method is the best which mm-hmm. method is least efficient mm-hmm. um, and I'm most specifically speaking to my people um, mm-hmm. African American young ladies like, mm-hmm. in general, because every hair removal process is not beneficial for our skin, uh, mm-hmm. as well as the after treatment. So, I know that I started off trying to shave,
1: mm-hmm.
0: then trying to move into naring, then trying to move into waxing, then trying to, well, now I sugar. But mm-hmm. I'm ultimately going to have to resort to laser hair. Mm -hmm. because it doesn't work for me and so there may be some people out there listening to where they're in the same type of boat to where these hair removal methods they don't work Mm -hmm. um, but what if they cannot afford laser hair removal at this time what would you suggest um, you know sugaring some things Mm -hmm. you would suggest them doing to basically upkeep until they are able to transition to laser hair
1: right well let's let's just know this different strokes for different folks every everybody doesn't necessarily want to remove their hair and this conversation piece may not pertain to each woman who's listening to the podcast individually but I'm sure there's something that somebody can take away from it so like you have your different types of hair removal as you said shaving um chemical removal which is like nair Viet. Um, you have waxing, sugaring, and then ultimately laser hair removal, okay? Speaking specifically to, to my highly melanated queens, my Black Girl Magic here, shaving, um, while it's frequent for most girls, it's the most convenient option for a lot of us. For those of us who have, like me, I have 4C hair, kinky curly, very tight curls. Uh, When I was shaving, uh, shaving was very difficult and very abrasive for me. So it didn't personally work for me. That doesn't mean it's not going to work for you. You ultimately have to decide what works best for you. But if for any reason you notice that you are shaving and you're getting continuous ingrown hairs or you have severe skin allergy or discomfort, or you you just notice severe discoloration, then perhaps you might want to look at some of these other methods such as um, waxing or sugaring. Now, personally speaking on chemical removers, I don't find that for African-American women, chemical removing or shaving is the best option for us if you choose to remove your hair chemical removal actually breaks down the hair itself in addition to that it damages the top layers of the epidermis of the skin so for a lot of girls who like like myself who like nice even pretty uh skin tones when you start to use chemical removal what you'll see is that the top layers of your skin will start to hyperpigment you'll notice that your skin color becomes darkens Um, While you may not have hair grow back as frequently and you may notice that you don't necessarily get ingrown hairs, abscesses or cysts the same way you would with shaving, you will run into that hyperpigmentation. And let me tell you ladies, once you have hyperpigmentation in your vaginal area, it is very difficult to get rid of. So if you can find another method outside of chemical removal, try to do that but if you feel like that's the best option for you of course this is a resource do what works whatever floats your boat whatever tickles your pickle after that I think the only thing that you can do is really sugaring waxing of course sugaring is 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 more I don't know the word to use dad it's probably a little bit more finished than waxing it's a cool wax versus a hot wax with sugaring and For the people that I know that have chosen to do sugaring in the past, they advise that they like that method a little bit more because it lasts a little bit longer than waxing. But if you find that you're a girl who is, like I said, getting those risings, abscesses, ingrown hairs, hyperpigmentation, and you're sugaring and waxing and doing the appropriate cleaning cleaning afterwards, that means you exfoliate three to four days after you had a wax, you're cleaning your vaginal area appropriately and you're still having complication after hair removal, then may I suggest that laser hair removal may be a great option for you. Um, You have to price point it. It's individualistic to where you live. And um, for my highly melanated queens, um, like I said, when you go to get laser hair removal, write it down, get a pen, get a piece of paper. The laser that you need to specify that your esthetician used when removing hair is called an N-D-Yag, Y-A-G, an N-D-Yag laser. This is to ensure that as a dark skinned woman, caramel complected woman, melanated woman, that you do not burn from the laser. The last thing you want to do is to go from hyperpigmented skin to actually burn we don't want to look like charcoal ladies. We want our stuff to be nice and pretty. So make sure you write that down ND YAG laser if you choose to do laser hair removal. And of course, if you have any additional questions about that, you can DM me and I'll be happy to answer you.
0: Thank you. So y'all stop going with. I mean, do what you have to do for your situation. If something is better because it's cheaper right now and that's all you can afford to do, of course, but at a certain time, at least keep it in the back of your head that when you can switch over to either one of these methods that stood out to you or sounded interesting, try to do so, um, especially if you're experiencing complications or you just don't like the appearance uh, of your vaginal area, aka kudamama. So... (laughs) I think that I think that was good. I hope y'all wrote down the type of laser that you need. It was the NDI, so make sure when you're calling around for consultations, which is something that I was doing earlier this year, um, before you even waste your time going for a consultation, just get them on the phone. Hello, no, how are you doing? Do you guys have the NDI la- uh, laser? And they'll let you know. Typically, no one gave me any pushback on a response when I was asking. That's all you have to do to get started. You can start getting some quotes. and um,
1: Save your coins.
0: Save, save your, your coins.
1: coins. And, that, and understand, this is in no way saying that you have to do laser hair removal or that removing your hair in any form is something you should be doing. If you choose to walk around with a full, blessed forest, that is completely up to you. And there is nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's, nothing at all. That's
0: totally up to you this is specifically you know for people who if y'all are having any problems and you do remove it we're just saying hey you know try these things out but if you you literally just don't touch it honey please this isn't a convinced session so I don't yeah. want anybody to feel like that PSA PSA PSA
1: cause the okay. men love them all they
0: don't care <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> they don't care They'll eat a burlo pad. <laughs> They'll eat a burlo pad. But, um, okay, okay, okay. I like that. So we need to work on, you know, our hair removal methods. Be more conscious. Make sure we're getting that sugary in. I do want to suggest uh, Kira's collection. Uh, make sure you search that on Instagram. K. Ooh, y'all, let me not mess it up. Let me not mess it up. Let me not mess it up. Because I think I'm getting ready to put the E before the I. The I before the E. Um, but I want to let y'all know about this company because it's it's so great, y'all. Natural Scrubs, Natural Sugars, Natural Lip Scrubs. Kira's Collection on Instagram, K-I-E-R-A-S dot the word collection, okay? Kira's dot collection. If you are experiencing any problems, you know, with any ingrowns, with any, um, what
1: is it? Like abscesses or cysts or, yes,
0: or boys. any abscess. Make sure that you check out Kira's collection, okay? She has a great scrub. It's called the Tea Time Scrub that I personally recommend you guys check out. Um, you can read all about it on her page as well as through her website.
1: Um, and I have three if you'd like me to recommend them. I have a couple, Dad.
0: Of course, darling.
1: Okay, so... Let me start. Y'all know, y'all know I am a natural lover. I love products for for us that are natural, that don't have lots of chemicals in them. If you read the back of a label and it has something on it that you cannot pronounce, it's probably not good to go on your body or in your body. Okay. So we want to try and stay away from those things. But again, as Desiree said, I'm not I'm not a lawyer. I'm not here to convince you of anything. Do what you will. I have resources for you. Choose to take advantage of them at your leisure. So the product that I use, that I love, that I recommend is called Goddess Yoni Wash. You can find her Instagram handle at goddessbody. And all of these products that I'm going to recommend you are Black Girl Magic friendly. All of them are Black-owned. You can check out all of these ladies. They all have great products, not just cleansers but they have a full variety of other products for your lady leisure, okay? So Goddess Yoni Wash, again, is what I use. You can find her at Goddess Body. Um, In addition to that, um, you can check out Kuchiwa, spelled C-O-O-C-H-E-E-W-A. Kuchiwa, that is the name of the product. You can find this product at Instagram handle FEM, F-E-M, like Mary, Magic, M-A-G-I-C, Fem Magic. She's great. She has lots of products. And then last but not least is the Crystal Yoni Wash. I love this wash. Can I, can, can I just say this? this is, I think this is such a great empowerment feminine wash. It is a Yoni wash that is all natural. Infused with crystals. If you are into crystal therapy, um, by Goddess Detox. That's her Instagram handle. This girl has. She's the owner of the line. I, I believe her name is Olaniki Asubawali Wale. If I said that wrong, charge it to my head, not my heart. Um, but all of her washes have affirmations on them. So as you clean yourself, you can the reported affirmation in an effort to empower yourself the three washes are called pussy power wealthy woman and sex goddess so however you're feeling for the day choose the wash of your choice and go for it with the affirmation if that ain't self-care I don't really know what is
0: I don't know what is honey so y'all
1: better tap in okay I want to say
0: (laughs) them one more time just the three
1: the three ladies' names are Fem Magic, Goddess Detox, and Goddess Body. Their products are Kuchiwa, Crystal Yoni Wash, and Goddess Yoni Wash. Love that.
0: Make sure that you guys go check that out. Stop using Vagisil. Stop using um.
1: Summer's I, Eve. I, no. Yeah, Summer's, no, summer's
0: Eve. Eve. I don't even be knowing. Stop using all of that unorganic trash it's not good for you it's not and use the Uh,
1: app you want to plug your
0: app then yeah um plug make sure that you guys take your phone out right now okay or if you drive in do it when you get home if you eat in, do it after you finish eating but before you go to bed before you lay down two nights download yuka y-u-k-a in your app store. It's available on iOS as well as Android. Yuka is an app that you can take, or you don't even have to take it. You can scan your products whenever you get back home, or you can do it when you're out in the store browsing to help you make a better decision. But um, this app will literally list to you the ingredients that are in a specific product, as well as let you know a rating, whether or not it's good or poor, excellent, things of that nature. So make sure you download Yuka. Like I said, you want to make sure you scan the things that you're purchasing. These washes, uh, honey pots. you know, she has changed her recipe. That's something a lot of people wouldn't have known. Um, thankfully, mm-hmm. Yuka, Yuka was around at the time and, and, you know, people were doing their research. People were noticing, hey, my body is reacting different, which is, again, why I said it's important to pay attention to, like, what's going on because those people wouldn't have been able to say hey like this version of honeypot making me feel a little different if they never even knew how they felt from the beginning y'all would have just some of y'all would have just been using the wash just itching just (laughs) itching (laughs) crusty dry everything messed up wondering and you like
1: you have to pay attention it's critical it's critical it is is. so and and honeypot just just as a disclaimer I I was a lover, and I'm still a lover of Honey Pot. You know, they're a Black-owned brand, but but their cleansers have changed. Um, So ladies, be aware of that. They now contain preservatives that they did not contain before that can affect your vaginal wound. In addition to that, Honey Pot still has other products. They still have, you know, pads, liners, um, body cleansers things like that not all of those products are bad i will say that the the liners and the pads are still organic they're still 100% cotton and they don't contain any preservatives so you know it's just important that if you're loyal to a brand as dad said that you do your research and and are always looking at that brand for possible uh, changes especially if the brand itself tends to go mainstream if you find a land, a, a a brand sorry That is a boutique brand, meaning most of the time you can only access them directly through online or Instagram, a very small platform. If you find that they become major marketers, meaning you find them in Target, Walmart, CVS, oftentimes that change comes with a change to their product as well. So that's the time that you may want to begin doing a little bit more research just to make sure that the product that you originally purchased when it was boutique, is still maintaining that level of integrity now that it's in a major marketing brand.
0: Yeah, Honey Pot, she cut me deep specifically (laughs) because I thought we was family, man. I thought we was family and the least she could have did was told us. And she did not tell us, but she told us after- After, Everybody had done their research. So, at that point, there really wasn't anything to do besides confirm or deny what everybody had already been saying. So, you know, but it's, you know, it's cool. We know what to do. We know what steps to take. We know how to navigate finding some different products and things with some natural ingredients. And we're going to be good. We're going to be good. We're still going to be fresh, and we're still going to be clean. So, we're going to change up our waxing, sugaring methods. We're going to add some different products as far as washes we're going to say some affirmations along with those washes next I want to kind of move into the fact about and I guess we could have played off of the this would smell but discharge yeah um, at what point is it a concern because I feel like a lot of people are walking around thinking that their discharge is perfectly normal, or some people are, like, thinking they abnormal when they're perfectly mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what would you say are some things that you should pay attention to to notice, like, oh, this is alarming, I need to go get mm-hmm. this checked out, or, you know, hey, I'm good, and I just need to keep doing what I'm doing.
1: Right. So, part of part of knowing changes in discharge, obviously, and this is something that you're going to keep hearing from myself and from Array, is you know, you have to know what your normal is. If you don't know what your normal is, you're not going to be able to know what abnormal is. So you have to be willing to play in your own sandbox. Ladies, catch my drift. That means you need to be able to know what you smell like, what your consistency is like for you to be able to pick up that there is something wrong. Okay. So part of that is, they're really while your while your discharge should have a smell it should not be malodorous meaning it should not be a bad smell okay um your your discharge should not be fishy smelling it should not be highly discolored normal discharge is white clear and in some cases very mildly yellow if for any reason you touch yourself and there is a discharge that is gray, that is green, that is pink outside of your menses um, or any brown or any other color that is, that is not indicative of maybe a, a menses coming, your period coming, or your normal, then that would indicate that there is an abnormality Just as much as we say, oh, smells can be off-putting, meaning you smell like fish. You shouldn't (laughs) smell the other way either. You should not be walking around smelling like a Victoria's Secret cabinet. That is not normal, okay? So you should not have a smell like bread, as sweet as that can be. And as much as people say, oh, you know, I smell like roses. That's just not true. You don't. And... If you do, then that could potentially indicate that something is abnormal. So looking at the color of your discharge is important. The consistency, when I say consistency, your, your discharge shouldn't be uh, thick like bread. It shouldn't have clumps in it. Your your discharge really should be thin, even at certain times in your hormonal process. It can be you know, mucusy, like somewhat like snot when you're close to ovulation. But if you find that your discharge is extremely watery, if you're walking around on a cool day, and, and let's say it's, let's go 68 degrees outside, it's nice and cool. You should not come home to your pants or underwear being completely soaked. That's abnormal, okay? So all of those things will indicate You know, maybe I need to check my pH balance. Maybe I need to go see my primary care doctor. Maybe I need to go see my OBGYN. Maybe I need to reassess my diet. Maybe I need to assess my sexual partners or changes in contraceptives. Am I on any new antibiotics? These are the questions that you need to ask yourself to determine if there are any legitimate reasons why you would have changes to your discharge. Does that make sense? Makes sense to me. Okay,
0: makes sense to me. Makes sense to me. Very similar to smell. You know, have, playing along with just paying attention. You know, observing. Um, a lot of. I mean, I don't know how many times that's been said in this thirty has. odd minutes. So, a lot of this circles back to just self and, and connecting with self and paying attention to yourself. Um, uh, that's the best. That's the best message honestly for a lot of this you can consult and uh, you know do your visits and talk to your friend groups and things like that but the best thing is having somewhere to start which I think should be with yourself and what you know about yourself okay very true very very true at the end of the day um, everybody is different so what everybody's vagina looks like is different I really hope y'all not out here comparing vaginas and oh somebody's looks like this mine looks like this like oh I said mine's
1: mine (laughs) mine
0: mine mine
1: mine looks like this yeah
0: this um you know everyone's different we're all different all of these methods are going to affect everybody different the things that we suggested today the different washes the different scrubs whatever you choose to do it's going to be different for everybody across the board. So uh, just take that into consideration. Also take into consideration that things take a little bit of time, um, mm-hmm. you know, especially if you start changing your diet, you know, adding more water and taking heat to a lot of the things that were mentioned. It's not going to be like, oh, ugh, girl, I did it for like three days ain't nothing happening? Like, no. OK, we need to give it. We need patience. OK, we need some patience. Because you also wasn't caring that it was even like that. So let's <laughs> give it patience so that it could get fixed. Because it's not an abracadabra. There's no abracadabra. Um, And, yeah, just be willing to experiment outside of the things that aren't working for you guys. Okay? I know yeah. we don't like change. I know we like what somebody may have said or what, I don't know, may be comfortable. But be willing to try new things. Some of mm. these things may a little, be a little bit more expensive or... Be, oh, I ain't paying, girl. My other wash costs this, or my scrub. Just try just chop, just chop, okay? Let's try, try it. Let's try, try it. Get it. And I want y'all to actually let us know. So, yeah. what I want y'all to do is if you do try any of these methods, let us know in the comments. Let us know. You can also rate the show and let us know feedback in the comments as well. Um, Nisha, is there anything else that you wanted to say before we close out?
1: Yeah, sure. Let me just add a couple points. Um, Daz went over and I went over with you guys the importance of well, your Well Woman's visit, your annual visit, um, what your pH should be at, like what your discharge should be like. We recommended products that you should use. Um, options for hair removal. Um, the only thing that we didn't hit on that I want to hit on very quickly is once you get your vaginal health to its perfect place, how do you keep it there? And the way that you keep it and maintain it there, and you can start this at the beginning of your process, is a probiotic, a vaginal probiotic. Um, Daz, do you have any recommendations for probiotics before I give a couple?
0: Yes. So, ladies, I recommend that you try out the Good Girl probiotic is typically in a blue bottle, it is sold in Target, yeah, but that's not where I get it. I get it, I think it's Sephora Ulta, one of them ladies. Just Google, we all have Google. Go on Google, type in um, good girl. I mean, did I say that right? Yes, yeah, you Go did. Go on Google and type in good girl probiotics. Once you see the blue bottle, it should be a drop down of a bunch of suppliers that provide it. But personally, um, I, it's worth it to me. It's a good upkeep. Um, doesn't irritate the stomach to me. And you can take it with or without uh, food. So let me know if you guys choose to try that out as well. Again, the Good Girl Probiotic.
1: And the two that I recommend are called Fem, like feminine, Femdophilus. Uh, Dophilus. Okay. Femdophilus, it's great. Uh, F E M D O P H I L U S, or raw or raw probiotics. Those are two separate brands: Femdophilus and Raw Probiotics by Garden of Life. When you're ladies, when you're picking out a probiotic, you just want to make sure that it has uh lactobacillus rhamnosus in it. Um, some will have you may see L rhamnosus which is lactobacillus if you see the L with the period know that that means lactobacillus um, you can do L ruteri and L acetodophilus so those three probiotics I'm sorry those three bacteria should be present in your probiotic and we gave you three brands Daz gave you good girl I gave you some Dophilus and raw life probiotics. So I think this is a good start for good vaginal health. It'll keep you guys feeling good, smelling good, hopefully tasting good to the men who are enjoying certain sandboxes and maybe even women. Um, But yeah, if you have any questions, reach out to me again. I'm Nurse Nisha, Nisha, N-E-S-H-I-A or my IG handle at misswithbms.whid like dog be like boy why you can DM me or send me a fan request I'll be happy to add you
0: yes ladies so you now have a new plug if you guys have any questions make sure that you utilize the resource that has been provided on this episode of Dad Celeste Speaks today I appreciate you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you for rocking with me. I hope that you have found this information beneficial. Please share it. If you like, Oh, I know somebody who can use this. I'm good in this area, but I can take this and so-and-so. Please let them know. Make sure you're recycling the information around and make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to the show on whatever streaming platform that you so choose to use. Again, that's Speaks. This episode was titled Keeping Her Clean, Ladies, Let's make sure we keep our clean, okay? Because I don't want to hear no more stories. And we just got to do better. We got be, to be clean. We got to be queens. got to be bosses. And a boss can't be stained. A boss can't be, <laughs> you know, dripping wrong and incorrectly. And, you know, you know, you heard what Nurse Nisha said. So let's try to incorporate some new habits. Thank you again, Nisha, for being on the show with me today and sitting down, taking the time to be here.
1: Thank you for and, having um, me. You
0: guys, thanks for rocking with that. So let's speak until next time. Signing off.